everyone. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Hi. Puberty hearing? No. Hi. What, what's little, that? A little shakiness. Um, <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about it. My name's Carrie. I'm Erin. I'm Dean. I'm Jack. And Dean is going to tell us something. What you got, I, Dean? I have possibly the most classic... <laughs> mystery in American history. You're big on the perlatives, aren't you? You are an absolute is. bitch. This one is, because I don't know if you people have heard of a little something called the Roanoke Colony, the mm-hmm. Lost Colony of Roanoke. No, I've never heard of it well, before in my life. Well, it's a good thing you came here today, because we have <laughs> a two-part episode. Today will be part one. Today, we're actually going to give you a deep dive into the history of Roanoke and the founding of it. What exactly was going on? It's actually a pretty interesting politics and, and Machiavellian international affairs and things like that going on there. Uh-oh. Huh. And then we will talk about what happened to those colonists, the evidence for what happened to them, theories about what happened to them. Today we're going to trace them until they more or less got lost. Okie dokes. Okay. Technically, you may not know this, but uh, Roanoke was not the first English colony the first attempt at English colonization. It may not even have been the first lost colony, depending on how you want to define that. Some you mean by, yeah. Pardon? Lost. What does that mean? Well, Just they all died. Where, where they didn't find, where they went back oh. to find colonists and there was no colonists there. Yeah. There's actually another mm-hmm. incident for that, which is related okay. to Roanoke, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Some say the first attempt at English colonization was in, at least in North America, was in 1583 at St. John's in Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. It was led by Sir Humphrey Gilbert. Queen Elizabeth II had given Humphrey a charter to search for lands, quote, unclaimed by Christian kingdoms. Okay. Oh, Christian Lord. kingdoms. You go ahead. They're, they're yours for the taking. Sure. Yeah. And take them for England was the idea. And so this meant basically North America, north of Spanish-controlled Florida at the time. Okay, so basically okay. go out there, find it, claim it. It's England. Doesn't matter who's there. So what's now St. John's, the town of St. John's on Newfoundland, had long actually been used as a seasonal harbor by fishing vessels from Spain, Portugal, and England. This is off the, the Grand Banks there. Tremendous fishing ground still is. Incredibly abundant fishing ground. So they would move into this harbor for a couple of months of the year and use it as a harbor just for shelter. Okay. So they knew it. They were aware of it. And... You're really not setting the geography the way you normally do. Oh, I'm do. sorry. This is yeah. New, well, I thought everybody knew who Newfoundland, where Newfoundland was. Well, my bad. That's my, my fault for not. Uh, yeah. Is in Canada, really? one of the maritime provinces <laughs> north of Maine. Does that help? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, Gilbert sort of claimed St. John's as England and English soil, and then he headed right back to England, leaving no one behind. He then drowned on the way home. Ooh, <laughs> bad luck for him. So, so I, which I honestly I think is a bullshit claim that that was the first, you know, supposed English settlement. He didn't even well, wait a to second. There, so if he drowned yeah. on the way home, how do they know? He was the other people on the ship lived. He just drowned. Oh, just him. How did he drown? I don't know. He swimming. fell off. I'm not sure. I assume that I assume yeah. the ship like wrecked or no, something. No, no, just oh. him. That doesn't make I any sense. He's yeah. going for a swim. I, well, he got bitch. drunk. You know, there's a lot yes. of rum. <laughs> okay, rum. They okay. even had they had wine. Yeah. Maybe he was drinking fish oil. I don't know. So okay. even Roanoke, though, the lost colony that we know as Roanoke, that was not the first settlement on Roanoke. Hmm. That, the lost colony, would come a little bit later. The first one came about two years before the second one that became the lost colony. So the, the only real impact from the whole St. John, Sir Humphrey Gilbert thing on Roanoke was that because Gilbert died and his claim, so Gilbert had this claim, he sort of owned this charter to go find lands in what's now North America and claim them for England, right? Uh-huh. Now he's dead because he drowned in some mysterious accident that yeah. I did not research. <gasps> Mutiny. And, no. and so the Queen Elizabeth the first, the virgin queen, who by the way was probably not a virgin. She's my favorite. She is your favorite? One really? of them. Okay. Yep. You have mm-hmm. a favorite queen? I didn't know you had a favorite queen. She's up there. I hate them all. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, really? You hate queens? That's girl. I'm a fan of RuPaul. I'm shocked to hear no, that. No, baby, no. Okay. I'm talking about those monarchs. Lop their heads off. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it wasn't really her fault. Okay. You know girl, what? Let's talk continue. about QE1 in a later episode. <laughs> yeah. Right? They continue. Anyway. So Gilbert's claim 
was given to two people, his brother Adrian and his half-brother Sir Walter Raleigh. Adrian Gilbert got the lands to the north, vaguely defined, more or less, I guess, kind of what's now Canada and maybe the northeast in the United States. Raleigh got the land south of that, sort of, I don't know, the mid-Atlantic, you know, let's think Maryland, something like that, on down to Spanish Florida. Okay. The problem was Spain thought of Florida as much bigger than the English thought of Florida. They thought of Florida as going up who knows how far, yeah. at least certainly Oops. the southeast United States coast, including places like North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So no matter, Raleigh, he was looking at making serious cash. He was going to make a ton of money. There gold and silver, he thought. You know, the Spain at this time was making just gobs of money from precious metals and commodities with, with all of their, you know, Caribbean and Central American and South American colonies mm-hmm. and, and outposts. So he thought, I'm going to go to America and do the same thing. For England, I'm going to be a rich, you know, viceroy, a, a mega millionaire. He was allowed by the charter to, quote, discover, search, find out, and view such remote heathen and barbarous lands, countries, and territories <laughs> to have, hold, occupy, and enjoy. What the oh, hell? Wow. You going to marry the land? <laughs> To have two holes, yeah, for sickness and in health. So they wanted to go to the United States and, and establish a settlement for uh, the commodities and gold and silver and such. But also, they were, the plan was to use it as kind of like a, a forward base, kind of a force projection. They could use it as a base with which to send privateers, which is just you know, legal pirates, pirates with a charter by your home country to attack other countries shipping. Right. They're going to send privateers from a base much, much, much closer than any other English base to all that those rich Spanish ships going to and from the Americas, okay? Mm -hmm. That was the idea, in truth. Certainly, if you find some gold, great. You're making these people sound not very good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It gets worse. I think he's just kind of telling the truth here. (laughs) There was a footnote, though, to the charter. It only lasted until 1591. How many years is that? That's about seven years from when this is happening. Oh, Not that long. Not that long at all. So if Raleigh Especially had... Especially when it takes years just to yeah, get someplace. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, Shit. I was surprised by that, too. I was, it, that, that did seem kind of a quick trigger. It's probably it's, it's very Travel valuable. There's, well, there's lots of other people, I'm sure, wanted a, a, a shot at all those riches. So it's probably yeah. it's just a little bit of negotiation there. Mm-hmm. So if Raleigh had not established a permanent settlement somewhere in his domain there, by 1591, he could lose his charter. Okay. Oops. Another complication was all that attention paid Raleigh by the aging, again, supposedly virgin queen. Raleigh, you see, I, I don't was, like that. Uh, Carrie, he was a queen favorite. So Good. she told him, yes, you can send ships, establish a colony. This, you, know, you have this charter, right, seven years? But guess what, Walter? You ain't going nowhere. I want you right here with me at the court. She, yes, she, no, no, seriously, she <laughs> dug him. She, she could breathe in his bearded, musky manliness right oh my there at the God. court. Dean, you're so getting weird. Just move on. This is true. So she would not let him go and lead the expedition himself. Then why'd she give him the charter? Because she, she was a favorite and he could make a ton of money, but she said, you got to stay here. It's oh, what he okay. Wanted. Send your agent, me. Exactly. Okay. Agents, yes, for sure. <laughs> so, your henchman. Yeah. Before starting a full fledged colony, Raleigh sent out a small reconnoitering voyage of two ships. Oh, wait, what was that? They're going to reconnoiter, scout, learn about the area. You just went on with that word like we all use that word in everyday language. I think people, I I don't know. Reconnoiter? That sounds like a (laughs) disease. It's not. Yeah, reconnoiter of the liver, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hypothyroidism. I got reconnoiter. God. I am. Well, we've all learned something here today, okay. then. All right. <laughs> oh, no, I still am confused. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know anything. <laughs> they send a scout ship. I mean, go check it out. He's not going to explain. Interesting. <laughs> That's what it means. I am. Yeah. So he sent out a voyage to look over the area in April of 1584. The mission of this voyage was, again, just two ships, was to just see what they can see. Check it out. Where might be a good place to set up a colony, right? Mm-hmm. And this, this voyage may have included... Thomas Harriet and John White, two later key people in the Roanoke colonization a couple years later, or a little while later. So they went out there. They sighted Cape Fear, what is now Cape Fear, on July 4th. That's North Carolina. Scary movie. And 
Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Right. If you don't know where that is. If you're in North Carolina, by the way, is the southeastern coast of the United States, south of Virginia, north of, North, of South Carolina. Yeah. That Ooh. helps. And on July 13th, they landed on the mainland just north of Hatterask Island. That's a fun name. Hatterask Island is actually not called that any longer. It's oh. now called Hatteras Island. Yeah. When, That's I, what I know mm-hmm. of. Yes. I thought you were just mispronouncing it. No. That's the old, the old timey name of it. So they, you know, they were wary of Native Americans who they've had some, some contact with. Not, mm-hmm. a, not a lot by this point. And they met a tribe called the Secotan tribe, and it, compo- it controlled most of the area around what is now called Albemarle Sound, all the way down to the mouth of the Pamlico River, which included, and this area includes Roanoke Island. Again, this is think of this as the coast of North Carolina now. Yeah, yeah. But Myrtle sh- Beach. That's South Carolina. Oh, shit. So it's North Never Carolina. mind. <laughs> I take it back. Wilmington, maybe? I don't, I'm not sure. So a chieftain from the tribe briefly met the English sailors and the two ships, then headed for home to report what they had found. And the initial intel was pretty promising. The natives seemed kind of friendly, more or less. There were hints, too, of riches on the mainland. Talk about precious metals and things like that. Riches. Also, by the way, there was some, you know, this is an area where, where there, there's, uh, the sound goes way, way inland. And so mm. there was hopes that, hey, where we could find the Northwest Passage. One of the main reasons to explore Canada was to find the fabled Northwest Passage, which is the idea. This is the idea that you can take a water route to China and India. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? I know right. about that. And it does exist, in but it north- exists way, way, way up north in Canada is, and it's icebound almost all year, except for now global warming. It'll yeah. be a real... Yeah. yeah. Wait, they were looking for the Northwest Passage they didn't know. in North Carolina? Think about it. They had no idea where there might be an opening. I mean, the maps yes. at this point were just outlines yeah. of coast. Yeah, yeah so they didn't true. Know. They didn't know how much far west. They really didn't. How much far west. Yeah, exactly. They didn't know how far west this continent went. That's true. So it could be an isthmus. I can't pronounce that That's the best word. (laughs) Yeah. It's a bad word. It's worse than reconnoiter. They know how thick we were. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, I've seen old timey maps of of the east coast and they're like, oh, it's just like this little sliver of land. Ah, They're almost hopeful because, because... being able to trade with China and India would have been far more yeah. profitable if they thought at first anyway. Well, until they, they started figured it out. Eventually it. they get there. Yeah. So the mission also brought back two natives. I don't know if I'm going to say their names right. I'm probably not going to, but Ran Case. Ran Chase. W-A-N-C-H-E-S-E. Don't know. He was from the Sekatan tribe, and then and, and Manteo was a Croatoan. He was the son of the female chieftain of Croatone Island, which Whoa. was by Hatterask Island. And go what, what was their reason for one for agreeing Great to question. Go back? I don't know. Hey, let's go back and see. I mean, you guys seem friendly. Little <laughs> did they know. Yikes. Let's go back with you. We'll meet your guys. They can meet us. We'll talk. I think a lot of the native tribes realized very quickly that these Europeans had very powerful weapons and they could be powerful allies. Okay. For, for hundreds of years, Native tribes, remember the French and Indian War in the 1750s and 60s, the uh, Native Americans allied themselves with the French. Yeah. So that happened for a very long time. Um, how were they communicating? Hand signals. Smoke signals, girl. <laughs> haven't you seen the legend? Yeah, haven't you seen the movie? American Sign Language. I don't know. Just, just hmm. like, mm, mm, uh, things like, I think, <laughs> I feel like that was the vocabulary. You know, people are smart. Yeah, they did. I they think it was maybe a Fish. kidnapping, to be no, honest. No, no, no. No, they, they did go on. They, what do you mean? They, Mom? They, they brought them back later. Early Native American no, tribes it was had diplomacy and yeah. politics. They were too. diplomats, effectively. Okay. Yeah. So for some reason, though, the voyage thought that there was a better option than Croatoan for their colony. I'm not completely clear. I think it's because the island Croatoan, Croatoan was one of the barrier islands. The barrier yeah. islands along North Carolina face the Atlantic coast, and they sort of they sort of protect the North Carolina coast from all the bad things that the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean can scare up. They're mm-hmm. a buffer, like hurricanes and things like that. They, they're a buffer um, group, yeah. and, and Croatoan was one of those, and had a risk. Uh, Roanoke Island is pretty largest island that was in the shallows on the west side of the barrier islands. The west side. So protected 
from the worst of the Atlantic by the Barrier Islands. So that's probably why. Um, but the water gets pretty shallow there. Even on the other side of the Barrier Islands, the water yeah. is shallow. And that's very mm-hmm. dangerous for boats. Ships. Yeah, yeah, for ships. You can get scraped on the bottom. Yeah, or you get stuck, which is even worse. So they thought, you know what? Let's do Roanoke. Perfect. This is going to work. That'll be the place where we bring back and have a permanent settlement. So Raleigh organizes an expedition as quickly as possible. He scrounges up some powerful backers and then <laughs> sends out a group of ships in 1585. He picked a guy named Ralph Lane to be the governor of this new colony on Roanoke Island. Oh, my God. The great-great-great-grandfather of Diane Lane. I think so, yes. Probably. On uh, no, no, on that show with that Carrie Likes called. Finding Your Roots well, on PBS. Yes, they, if they could trace back, if they knew Diane Lane, they would trace her back to this guy, I'm They're sure. That was from it. the Mayflower, and now it's Roanoke. There and you go. probably Nathan Lane as well. <gasps> probably so. Yeah. Probably so. They're probably distant cousins. At the very least. Richard Grenville would be the fleet commander, so he was in charge of the ships. As long as they're in the water, Richard Grenville's in charge once they got the land. Ralph Lane would be governor of the, of the colony, he'd be in charge. On land. Got it? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, well, that's going to play a role here. The queen was impressed with this little plan well, of Raleigh's. Right. So she knighted Raleigh in 1585 after he came up with this plan, and she named him the Knight Lord and Governor of Virginia. The name Virginia, she thought of apparently herself. Well, I'm the Virgin Queen. I'll name it after me. Virginia. No, Virginia. So, weirdly, she thought that name on her own, not not Raleigh. And so Raleigh was basically put in charge of, of what would now be the mid-Atlantic down to Florida. It was, he was the guy. A couple of months later, after a pretty eventful sea voyage, Ralph Lane and the company got finally to Roanoke Island. And now, you can't imagine, but this is this is wild, forested land. It's a very daunting landscape. It's just, it's pure forest. Once you almost, as soon as you walk in from the beach, it's dense, foreboding, forested land. And I a, couldn't imagine. It was late June. So they thought, look, let's just carve out a settlement somewhere, build a palisade, which is just basically a little a fort, a simple fort with a, a tree post around some homes. And let's just start building some houses because the plan was for a second wave to come very quickly and bring more colonists and more supplies, right? That, I mean, that, that ship was supposed to launch, I think I read like, like June or July of 1585. So it's supposed to be not that far after them, mm-hmm. a few months maybe. The exhibition, exhibition? <laughs> expedition. The expedition. <laughs> well, they did have four, on, ironically, they had four expeditions at this time. Uh-huh. And, but no, they didn't because I just said it right this time. Never mind. Oopsie. The expedition. <laughs> I'm going to start over and cut that out. <laughs> the expedition brought about 600 people. So pretty big. All of whom would get... The idea was they all 600 would start building a palisade, building homes, get their colony up and running, and then half of them, about 300, would remain behind and be the colony when the ships headed back to England. Okay. okay. Scientist mm-hmm. Thomas Harriet and the artist John White were among this initial Roanoke One Group. He was an artist. He was an artist. He was sent to yeah. draw. You know, oh, okay. used to value the animals. Arts. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, they they had also. I mean, they also included metallurgist to see if there's gold and copper or signs of That's it or traces smart. of it. Yeah. And they had skilled craftspeople too as well. Well, sure. And they also brought back Manteo and Juan Casey to return them. Oh. Well, I'm very pleased about that. Okay, See, Mom? They didn't infect them with some horrible Euro no. disease? Oh, no, but that'll come soon enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, they probably did. They had syphilis. It was just, <laughs> it was just <laughs> boiling underneath. No, they did not. Not yet. No. And Thomas Harriet was, uh, was in. he was a science. He was the Spock of Roanoke, yeah. essentially. Okay. okay. Spock, that's well, funny. I ha- everything has to relate to Star Trek. No, they obviously. don't. <laughs> it should. No. But there was a bit of a mishap, unfortunately. On the way over, again, this, the, the, there was a storm on the way over. A lot of the ships got separated. They luckily had, had said, well, if we get separate, we'll meet at, I can't remember, where some island or something like that. And most of the ships did meet there. A couple just didn't and never were, were no longer part of the fleet and didn't go over to Roanoke. So the problem, though, is what they lost. They lost a ship, a pinnace. A pinnace was a... You know, a <laughs> smallest ship usually married <laughs> a P-I-N-N-A-C-E, you dirty, <laughs> filthy bastards. What are you guys, 
11? Mom Lord, Carrie's just laughing first. Harder. That's embarrassing. No, I laughed first. Jack Mom just laughed harder. Okay. All right. That's what she said. Penis. The penis. Jesus Christ. The penis. I see a penis. Okay. All right. This is. Jay, are you going to tell us what a penis is? I was, but you were chuckling, no. so you didn't hear it. That is not. You pronounced it. You said penis. No, no, mama. That's it's what it a, is. No, a penis. Penis, Carrie. Penis. P i n n a c e. I thought it was P E N. No, Whatever. it's not. I'd be a little too on the nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There are boats that, that usually carry provisions, and they usually sail with larger ships. Than the ships, they're not very big. This is quite the vocabulary lesson. Okay. Truly, though, okay. <laughs> a lot of word, a lot of yeah. jargon. Well, anyway, they lost one of those loaded with provisions meant to be left Ooh, with the colonists. That's disastrous. Not good. A lot of yeah. beef jerky in the water. A lot of beef jerky. A lot of heart attack. Uh, heart attack. We I, have you ever had heart attack? I have. They still it. make it. Yeah, it's like supposed to be like rock hard biscuits, basically. Literally, like, yes. During eighth hard. grade, when we really? learned about the oh, Civil War, really? Right. Oh, really? we didn't oh, yeah. eat it. She made it and was like, they "Fucking didn't? look at this, y'all." <laughs> I wonder why she didn't have me. I would have tried it. I well, she only made like two little pieces. Uh, I didn't think she wanted to make it entire like enough for like she probably a hundred and twenty fucking <laughs> yeah. students that she had. Yeah, she should have. That was wrong. no. How dare you? Overworked, you don't bring underpaid. enough for everybody. Don't bring any at all. Overworked, underpaid. Okay, whatever, man. That's a recipe for burnout. I appreciated it, <laughs> Mrs. Pinkerton. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> just just editorialize. That was a pretty good pun, <laughs> though. That's a recipe for burnout. So this meant, though, that they would not be able to leave 300 people behind. They would have that to 150 colonists be left behind on Roanoke when their ships sailed back to England. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other mishap, though, involved those shallow waters we foreshadowed Mm. a moment ago. We? Yes, we did. All about you. The fleet lost another ship in those shallows. It ran aground. Yeah. And so at first the English thought, Roanoke was perfect because it was, again, it was the largest island. It was protected by the barrier islands. And so not only could it, it was protected, but it'd be hard, they thought, to see. Like, Spanish ships were, fl- were sailing by all the time. They thought, well, if we're inside the barrier islands on Roanoke, they won't see our colony, maybe. So yeah. they thought, that's why they thought Roanoke was so perfect. But these misadventures in the shallow waters around Roanoke eventually led the expedition to determine that the area was not fit to be that that privateering harbor that would need to be able to shelter fairly large ships. They realized Roanoke would not be able to do that. So early on, the mission shifted toward using Roanoke as kind of a base to find a better place for a more permanent colony, which is kind of like Roanoke. It wasn't supposed to get lost, but it was intended to be forgotten. Yeah, Yeah. It should have had people there for a, a couple year or two until they found a better place. A transitional colony. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not even, a, yeah, barely even call it a, a colony. Really just a, a, a temporary base until they moved on to somewhere else. So, I don't know. I, th- I found that interesting. And if not for uh, fate, it would have been. We'll find out about that uh, later, though. Fate? Fate. <gasps> the, the settlers now were in communication with the Croatone Island natives. And who, by the way, the Croatone tribe was, was on both the island and also on the near part of the mainland. And they thought, okay, well, you know, Manteo is there. He's the, the son of the chieftain. They're friendly. We'll be able to, to trade with them for food, right? So, you know, we have what, what provisions we have. There's only 150 of us. I think we're going to be fine. The bigger threat, they thought, was from Spain. Because Spain was fully aware of what Raleigh and England were doing here. And if they found the colony, they would for sure capture them or even just kill them outright yeah. and destroy the base. For sure. Yeah. So the first thing they did was they built the fortifications we, we mentioned, which were, again, intended to protect them from the Spanish, not no, necessarily from the Native Americans who were there. And again, as you mentioned, the resupply ship was supposed to be maybe just a couple few months behind them. So they, they wouldn't have to kind of hold out all that long with this limited amount of provisions until they got help from England again. Okay, so you know what? We got this. We'll see. Yeah. That was the attitude. Only they would have to wait a long time because unknown to the colonists, the resupply ship was diverted to Newfoundland to warn the English ships there that the Spanish were patrolling the Atlantic intending to retaliate against English ships because they were sick and tired of the privateering fleets preying on Spanish ships. So English 
intelligence heard, okay, Spain's going to go up the North American coast and start attacking our ships because they've had enough. Sure. So as this fleet that was meant to resupply Roanoke was about to leave, they said, no, 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 no. You need to go up the seaboard there, especially up to where now it's like Newfoundland main coast and warn all of our fishing vessels that the Spanish are coming, go home. <gasps> the Spanish are coming. Basically, hmm. yeah. The early so, Paul Revere. Ooh, and we yeah. have a title <laughs> <laughs> the movie, basically. So they were not getting any help and are reprovisioned. From, and, and, you know, obviously they couldn't tell the people on Roanoke, Roanoke won yeah. this, yeah. which is kind of screwed. They couldn't text them. No, yeah. they cannot. They hey, guys, say, hey, it's not up? coming. Yeah. So this meant that trade with the Native Americans for more food became critical to the survival of this, this colony, Roanoke won. Again, this is Roanoke won. This is not the lost colony. Right. Again, no problem, though. Mantail's got our back on this. They've always been friendly with us. Not a problem. We'll be able to trade with the Croatoans and, and hopefully other tribes, too. There were several tribes in the area on the mainland. But then someone stole a silver cup. Oh, of course. Yes, from but. the colony. Somebody said, I had a silver cup. It's gone. He went to the colony leaders, and they said, well, obviously, one of the natives that have been to our encampment must have stolen it, because obviously oh no God. Englishman is going to steal something from a fellow countryman. That's crazy. It was the natives. Let's go get it back. Uh-oh. So immediately gets off to a good start here. Armed with this certainty of who must have stolen their silver cup, they sent some armed men to the nearest native village and said, you stole a cup, it's about this big, it's silver, give it back right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they, the, the natives said, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. We don't have your cup. Go away. The English said, you know what? We need to set a tone here. We can't look weak. This is our initial contact with these new people. If we look weak because we didn't get our cup back from these people who obviously stole it from us, that could be bad later on down the road. So they said we have to, in order to set this tone, they decided to burn down the village in its entirety, destroy all of the crops, and send the entire village, women and children including, fleeing into the forest for their lives. These are the people that they wanted to rely upon yes. for food to keep them alive. Indeed. Yes. It's what we call European hospitality. Uh, this yeah. is what happens when you let white men make the decisions. <laughs> they're just not very smart, are they? No, they're not. No, they're no, absolutely they're stupid. You know what? Don't worry about the cup. Promise the guy when we get back to England, we'll get you another goddamn cup. I, literally. Yeah. You thought you were going to, you're in the new land full of fucking metals and prosperous. <laughs> Make a new cup, bitch. Go get some silver. I, if it wasn't that cup, it would have been something else. That's true. There's no question. But this was the kind of spark that really, really yeah. sent the relations with the natives into a tailspin. So back on Roanoke, the colonists had kind of completed their rough palisade there which again basically was just fortified wooden wall around the homes. They built s several homes inside of it and around it, and they'd done this all on the north side of the island, just a little bit inland, not very far. I, I, I'm not sure exactly, but not super far inland from the northern coast of the, of the island. So they sent two of the ships out to do some pirating because that was another reason they had gone there. This is, this is what you did. Casual. Those two ships actually did just take several Spanish ships and brought back some serious booty back to England. It, more, it paid for the colonists. Just that, that privateering paid for the whole expedition here in 1585. So they can go steal stuff that's not yes, theirs. Yes, Carrie, yes. Yet mm -hmm. they... Yes. Now mm. you get it. One cup. Yeah. <laughs> One single hey, silver it shot glass. It had sentimental value, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I don't like any of these people. <laughs> no, they deserve death. Yes. Pretty much. Uh, I, probably. I, so, I mean, they weren't all guilty of it. No. But, you know, yeah, but no. them being colonists. I feel like yeah. John White as an artist would have been cooler about it, but maybe he... This, he didn't make you know, the decision. Remember, there are captains and, yeah. and, and military. I don't know if military is the right word, but you know, yeah. naval Naval's not the right word either. But, you know, ship you know crew yeah. people type of thing. Were there any women and children? Not this one, no. Okay. This is all men. So See it what was I mean? a sausage fest. Mm -hmm. They were so no uh, logic. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No logic. Just no. vibes. All emotion. Yep. Yeah, very True. emotional. True. Think with happens. a ball sack, yeah. as you should. Men are very emotional. I hate men. Mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, are you kidding oh, yeah. me? This is emotional. case in point. Think of the yeah. messiest. Not either, you okay. bastards. I feel like attacked. Think of the messiest bitch you know. 
It's a man. It's a man. So two other ships went off scouting in the area for gold and silver. They went as far as Chesapeake Bay, even the James River of Virginia, which would later be the home of Jamestown, the first actually successful whoa, whoa, English whoa. colony. They were impressed with the bounty of the land, how the, the temperate climate, all those trees. That thought, okay, there's, there's some wood here and things like that. But they're really looking for things like gold and silver. The only problem was there isn't any gold and silver in the Carolinas or in that part of the country. They no. just what they expect to stumble across a big hunk of gold nugget or something. Yes, Gary. Yes, <laughs> in the river. They had the metallurgist there. He would see, you know, I don't He'd know. He'd say, "Oh my God, I like this rock. It tastes really good. Let's look I for gold." I think there might be some silver here. They did find some traces of copper. But uh, so that was something. But they didn't make wires back then. Yeah, they didn't have electricity, yeah. so it's not that valuable. Yep, it's true. Lincoln was in So and these ships, by the way, can make pennies. That was basically them going home. They were essentially leaving. So they they went up to Chesapeake, et cetera, and and they searched around, and then those ships went back to England. And again, the other ships had gone back, already left for their pirating. So by September, the last English ship left Roanoke with as much provisions as they could leave. And they left them a pinnace, and that's it. So they had one small ship, and that's it. And they left to go do some more privateering. They left behind a total of 108 colonists. And winter was fast approaching. Was it that bad in the... It was a brutal winter there. Really? Just, this was a very bad winter. And the winter of 1585-86 was one of wow. the worst winters in the area for yeah. a long time. Pre-global warming. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, mm. it, yeah, I don't know if it does a lot of snowing on the coast. I bet it doesn't, but it can get windy and hurricane Yeah, yeah. And things mm. like that's hurricane. true. It, it can get pretty bad. <laughs> stormy. Yeah, very stormy. The colony was able to augment its provisions by trading for corn, venison, fish, and oysters... But it still wasn't enough. They, Balanced diet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Corn, plus, venison, yeah. fish, and oysters. And their hardtack, whatever they had you know. from England, you know, right? And you might recall, yeah, though, actually. those ships that went a scouting to Chesapeake mm-hmm. and James River, right? They did accomplish one other thing besides learning about the land. They spread disease wherever they went. Yeah. Thomas Harriet was on one of those ships. So he was with them, and he was... Noticing, he began to notice that pestilence struck almost every native village <laughs> that they visited soon after they visited. Yep. And it's like, huh, I wonder if these things are related. Uh, he wasn't sure. No yeah. one had any idea about germs right. or things like that. Yeah. But he did notice it, and it did get him kind of thinking that, oh, I don't know, what's going on here? Yeah. The upshot of this, though, was that a lot of natives died. And the upshot of that Bitch. was that the decimated native population was unable to harvest a lot of the food. And so this meant that they had much less food in the area. The tribes in the area had much less food to trade to the colonists on Roanoke Island. Yep. And unsurprisingly, relations with the natives deteriorated rapidly. Gee, so I wonder why. at this point, the colonists go, okay, you know what? We're not getting along well with our neighbors. They don't have as much food to trade us because we killed a lot of them, even if they would trade us food. We might want to leave. And yeah. so they decided to relocate to the Chesapeake. Mm. So the ship, they, they knew about the Ches- Chesapeake Bay. They thought, let's try that out. Maybe we'll find a better place there. Chesapeake Bay, by the way, is north of North Carolina. It's now where the state in the U.S. US state of Maryland is. The city of Baltimore is there, for instance. Baltimore. Sure. Okay. Just a, you know a, what? Why didn't they just bring a whole bunch of chickens? Chickens. With them. Yep. Eggs. Cluck, cluck, moo, bitch. There you go. You would have solved it had you been around in 1585 care. You yeah. would have helped out. It's hard to care, chi- care for chickens when you can't even feed yourself. I don't this close coming home with a little baby chick. There's oh, so no. many of those <laughs> pet stories I went to. There. Oh, Especially okay. if it turned out to be a rooster. Lily would have Did eaten it. However, though, so they sent a scouting party on foot. Remember, this is the, the ships are gone now, right? This is Ralph Lane deciding we should probably go to the Chesapeake. We need to leave here as soon as possible. I guess we'll leave a note for the ships when they uh. come back and let's go relocate up somewhere to the Chesapeake. So they sent an expedition of a few of their men on foot up toward that area looking for a good spot, right? 
So it seems, though, that the natives were forewarned that this was happening. I guess, you know, word got ahead of them that, hey, there's, a, a, there's some English people with guns heading this way. Mm-hmm. And so what they did is they gathered all their food in the villages and left. And oh. they yeah. melted back into the forest and waited them out. Yeah. So every time these people would come to some Native American village, they would find no one there and no one to give them any food or trade for food. Or yeah. to catch their diseases. Or, or, or something like that, yeah. Their yeah. flu. So they were forced to turn back, Vigenesis. and they were half-starved when they got back to Roanoke. They barely made it back alive. Hmm. Not Good a, Not bitch. a bad strategy. Yeah. Starved, bitch. It's almost it, like they did it to them soon. <laughs> it got worse, though. When the natives around Roanoke decided that the English just couldn't be trusted, they essentially embargoed them effectively. They yeah. said no one trade with them, no one give them any food, no one even show them how to, how to fish and how to capture crabs and things like that. They had so many food sources. Remember, they've been there yeah. for thousands of years. Yeah. They knew how to the land. It reminds me of reading um, The Lost City of Z and how the Amazon... What the fuck? That t- that's, that's the... <laughs> what has this turned into? Uh, well, I'll tell you why. Because... You know, you think of the Amazon as this incredible, bountiful, this food. You can just pluck fruit off the trees. It's absolutely not true. If you don't know what you're doing, you will starve. You're going to die. In the Amazon. And if you're not killed by a jaguar first, you're going to starve. Eaten by an parasite. There was one, I can't remember, he he wrote about something how where they're they're trying to fish for hours and hours and hours through European methods. And so the natives saw them and took pity. And they had some little chemical and they... No, they had, they had eels. They had electric eels. And they, mm-hmm. had, they, they uh, moved a bunch of fish into this little cove area, and then they put the eels in there, yeah. and it stunned them, and they just literally scooped all the fish, and it's like, we got plenty to eat. Because huh. they, they had the technology, in a sense, to, to know how to live off that land. The European colonists did not know how to do that. So they were when, dumb little babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the natives said, we're not going to help you, we're not going to teach you, and we're not going to trade you any food whatsoever, they were very screwed. Yeah. <laughs> By the time in the middle of winter, they were reduced to fending for themselves in small groups that would just go out foraging. It was kind of almost an every man for himself. And some small groups would go try to forage and find food. Some even went to native villages and begged for mm-hmm. food, literally begged. Yeah. Just please, anything, a single fish. I'll take a fish head. I don't care. Ooh. I'm making that up. Maybe though. Probably though. Shit. They yeah. were barely able to starve off, stave off large scale attack by any tribes because they were so well-armed. And the and natives knew that, so the natives were, were shy about actually attacking them. They're essentially going to starve them out and wait yeah. for them. Not bad strategy. That's no, not Honestly, bad, and it worked. Yeah. It worked because basically the, the colony was broken. Yeah. Good. So by when spring hit, when springtime came, they said they were ready to go. They had been making a ship, and they had their pinnace, but luckily for them, Sir Francis Drake's fleet did a kind of a check-in they had been, Sir Francis Drake had been privateering Not in the him. Caribbean, and he came by, yeah, the guy who would later travel around up the California coast. He came by to check on them, and they said, can we go home with you <laughs> and get us the hell out of here? And he said, you know what? I'll do you a solid. So he took him home. Okay. Yep. Three. I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to miss my mommy. Please. It's probably no one. It's probably, I'm sure they had some cows. So there's a little over 100 people that he was able to fit, because he had multiple ships, so he was able to fit them all. And three colonists stayed behind. I'm not 100% sure why. I was like, no, I like it. I'm doing fine here. Besides, I had my eye on a pretty little lady. Maybe it wasn't their choice. You know what? I don't know. I'm not completely sure. Or they're gay. Oh, maybe. The gays stayed behind, and they were like, we're going to have gay colonies, and they just died. (laughs) Or colony. 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 Lesbos. Uh, yeah, gay colony. No, because there was no women. Vermont? So. I don't know. <laughs> this is nowhere word. near Vermont, but maybe they made their way to Vermont and started a B&B. Exactly. That's the know. joke. Um, they were never seen or heard from again. <laughs> so if so, well. it's too bad. Drake also possibly, no one's sure, but possibly he left behind a bunch of slaves he had captured in his raiding in Spanish lands because he was going to essentially gift them to the Roanoke colony and when the Roanoke colony said, no, 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 we don't want to stay here. Slaves are not. We want to go home. Some people think he may have left them on the island and just abandoned them. Wow. We're not sure. Completely. Damn. Well, hopefully, they were probably, you know, not assholes filled with disease. Yeah. The well, slave people that they abandoned. So they probably came into contact with the native tribes for and sure. said, hello. Yeah. They, they, would, they almost certainly would have. Mm-hmm. If we this have happened, actual they would have. skills that you can use. They would have, they yeah. would have been natives, by the way, from... Whatever. Caribbean. Oh, it would have been. Yeah. It would have been. been not oh, that's true. The transatlantic no, slave trade hadn't started. Yeah, yeah, this is 1580s. So Drake 
returned with the remnants of the abandoned colony in 1586. He also had some new discoveries. He had brought back maize, potatoes, and tobacco. Of course. Which would soon be all the rage in Europe. Still is. Then, in a bit of foreshadowing, a resupply ship with food and 400 would-be new colonists arrived days after Sir Francis Drake left with the colony. Oopsies. I guess they didn't tell him. Well, again, they didn't. Well, they couldn't yeah, text him. They were already on their note. way, right? Yeah. This is essentially the, the very, very late resupply ship was almost yeah. a year late. Damn. So that fleet went to Croatoan, and they found out what happened, that you know one of your guys came and brought them back to England. So that ship said, okay, we'll go back and to England with them. This resupply fleet left 15 men behind on Roanoke as kind of like a skeleton crew to maintain the claim of there being a colony there. Oh. So, so Walter Raleigh still had his claim. Oh, I so see. So 15 Yikes. people were left behind. Can you imagine drawing the short straw? I mean, they had a palisade there. They had homes. And I'm presumably they left him with plenty of food, but it's just 15 people. Right. And God, you're surrounded no. by natives. Yeah. God, if I were the like person you. who drew that short straw, I'd say, how about you shoot me? Because <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> seems preferable to this. So days later, natives attacked this small contingent and um, killed one, mm. and then they killed another one. Oops! And then the other thirteen were able to literally race for a longboat and row out to the Atlantic Ocean. No, oh, Uh-oh. that's a bad plan. Yeah, well, you see that you die on the island. They were being uh, attacked. Yeah, or you row out into the ocean and, and do your best and die. They too. were <laughs> never seen or heard from again. Yeah. yeah. As you can imagine. So much for the 15 people there. So Raleigh though was undeterred. He was ready for round two. He was not done. The clock was ticking now. He needed to establish that colony somewhere along the Eastern seaboard to retain his claim. So now that Roanoke seemed a little too hot, for a settlement, and maybe <laughs> not the perfect place anyway, he decided that, you know what? Let's get some folks together, and we'll send them to settle somewhere in the Chesapeake Bay. Remember those ships had just, had, you know, we saw some good sites there. Yeah. So I was able to get 115 volunteers. Again, how desperate do you have to be to, to be that volunteer? Uh, crazy religious person. No, they were not. They're actually. not really? No, not, not the Puritans not yet? No, not at all. Not at all. I assume all the all the early colonists were just crazy people uh, you trying know, to get away. You would get land claims. You could, you could, you could theoretically That's be rich. True. Yeah, and these are adventurous mm-hmm. people. They are very who, adventurous. Yeah. All, yes. Although this now, this is the lost colony. This included women and children. Oh, okay. So yeah. They, and they were going to start. They, but again, the intent was not to go back to Roanoke. The intent was to go somewhere in the Chesapeake, right. find the right spot. It could have been James, where Jamestown is now. It's a good place to settle. And they would form a city that Sir Walter Raleigh was going to have them call Raleigh. Raleigh. Yes, it's not the Raleigh in, in North Carolina. Well, yeah. I assume that was Yeah, this related. city never happens. This group had no organized military, just you know, sailors and, and, and ship people. And then, it, again, it had families, including a very pregnant Eleanor Dare. She was the daughter of John White, who had been picked to be the colony's governor, from artist to governor. He had already been there, so they said, well, you know, Ralph Lane, I guess he's out now. He's like, nah, hard pass. Yeah. Don't want to go back. So Honestly. John White is going to be the governor. He brings along his daughter, who was, I don't know, but months pregnant. Most of these colonists were very young. They were in their 20s and 30s, and they were mainly kind of middle class or from the artisan class. But again, they're looking to be go from middle class to potentially very wealthy. It's a very yeah. they, they had to have some level of adventurousness. It is surprising, though, that, that they would have brought women and children and families when there was no truly yeah. permanent settlement. Yeah. At best, they thought yeah. there's 15 guys there right now. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know what had yeah. happened to them. They must have at least like a hut. We can like take turns. What's happening? What's what are you? What are you saying? The fifteen people they have at least one hut. Oh, no, they had the fifteen people left behind. No, they they had their pick of the houses on Roanoke. Remember, they had a hundred and something people living there. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chesapeake. No, no, no. What is happening? You said that they they intended to go to Chesapeake. Yes, they intended to go to Chesapeake. Well, they they pick up the fifteen guys in the way. Oh, so they're going to go to Chesapeake and start a brand new colony. It's 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 odd. No, you're right. It's odd that that, I know that (laughs) they would bring women and children before there was a pretty thoroughly established. Yeah, that's risky. Yeah, it is. 
Children are not known for survival skills. Prepared to rough it, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. The three ships carrying the crew and colonists departed on May 8th, 1587. God. So again, White wanted to run by Roanoke, pick up those 15 guys, and they would augment the colony a little bit. And they had been, so that was 15. So it was just a little bit more than a year that they'd been gone from when White had left them them there. Oh, I'm sorry, the, the other, the resupply fleet had left them. So this little new fleet of, of the Roanoke Two colonists anchored again off Croton Island. There's a little bit deeper water there. On the, they then would take a smaller boat up to Roanoke from Croton. Got it? Which mm-hmm. is roughly 50 miles to the north. So it's not what? like a, yeah. It's, wow. it, you'd probably have taken a pinnace. And yeah. chuckled. <laughs> Were there any natives on Croatoan? Croatoan? Yes. Did they but just dodge them? They sneak, did. Sneak? Yeah. Mm. So, wow. so anyway, White took, I believe, a pinnace, and ah, he right, left yeah, up he to Roanoke to check on, to find the 15 men. As soon as he left, the flagship of the little fleet said, bye, see ya, we're going to Chesapeake without you. No one knows why completely. It's like, but that, again, the intent was to go to Chesapeake Bay and settle, yeah. but they should have waited for White yeah. to come back. With the why would minutes. you? I don't know. Maybe it was the weather. They thought the weather's going to go bad, so they took off and they headed toward the Chesapeake. Huh. Okay, that seems really dumb. Let's leave our governor yes. and probably a bunch of other able-bodied yeah. people that we would need. You know, and also I'm sure there was a a, a, a disconnect between the yeah. civilian governor and. He was probably yeah. going to do some privateering. That's all they cared about. Yeah. Was, God, I have to yeah. wait here for you for a couple of days while you go get these guys. Screw that. I'm out. I'm going to do yeah. some privateering. I'll meet you in Chesapeake. Men. You'll figure it out when you get here. I'm not, I'm not here. So mm-hmm. White, of course, found nothing and no one on Roanoke. Those 15 men were, right. as we know. In the ocean, the sleeping with had, the fishes. Yes, they were sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. There was the outline of the dismantled palisade. So apparently the natives oh. must have taken down the wood post. The houses had become overgrown with melons. Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, that is kind of fun. It's whimsical. Yeah, it's whimsical, and they could eat those things. Yeah. Well, I would love to live in a melon-covered home. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. They also found the bones of one man that oh. they assumed was one of the sailors, so they kind of figured mm, something bad happened here. Yeah. They left it there as a fucking message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't try it again, whiteies. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. A second boat arrived on Roanoke on July 25th, in addition to White's first boat, and together these people, they scoured the island as far as they could, not just looking for these 15 men, I think they figured out those, those guys were gone, but they're looking for some food and just you know see what they can see about Roanoke. During this time, though, one of those persons, those Englishmen out scouring, he was out actually crab hunting <laughs> on the Albemarle Sound, and he was killed Uh-oh. by natives. Mm. So they, M- Manteo, their old friend, the Croatoan chief's son, was still there. He was the guy who had been with, with uh, Lane and had gone to England. And White, he took White and met with the Croatoans. And that's when they found out that, oh, no, your 15 guys were attacked by other tri- tribes, not us. And they <laughs> were chased off. They've been gone for a while now. Sorry. Yeah. And, but they also said, you know, trust these, uh, other than us, these tribes don't like you. Yeah. It's not a good place for you to be right now. Yeah. You should probably go. They got their reasons. Yeah. So White, but White sent out like offers of peace offerings, like sort of entreaties, and the natives of the area just ignored them completely. Yeah. Yeah. So naturally, what do you do when that happens? Try to kill them, attack them. Absolutely. You definitely attack Eat these em. native tribes. I mean, that I'm not are. advocating that. Because <laughs> it sounded like <laughs> It did kind of sound like it you did. were a little gung-ho about it. Sounded it. Like it sounded like a choice. kill them. It sounded like a choice more than an answer, Carrie. It was yeah. a little scary there for a second. So, now, Did you think of the idea for the smallpox blankets? Was that you, Carrie? <laughs> no. Probably one of are your you a time traveler? Ancestors, Carrie. <laughs> Those natives, however, had already fled the area. They knew that, okay, we killed one of those English guys. They're probably going to come out here with their muskets. Let's leave for a while. So when the natives got to, I'm sorry, when the English got to the village where they thought the native had lived who killed their Englishman out crab hunting, they did find some natives there, and so they immediately killed them. But those natives were actually friendly Croatoans looting that abandoned village of the other tribe. Oops. So not good. My God, this is just it's the, the one tribe possible. that likes them. Well, they couldn't tell. 
Seriously. You don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Know. They didn't know. They saw they, brown people. That, and they said, and they we shot. start shooting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the police now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How'd you say it? Manteo, the, uh, their Croatoan friend, again, smooths things up with, with his tribe now, but still, it was not looking good. Eleanor Dare. Remember her? Yeah. You did mention her. John White's Mere daughter. ago. She mm-hmm. now gives birth to a daughter on August 18th, 1587, wow. and names her Virginia. Virginia, uh, Virginia oh. Dare was, quote, the first Christian born in Virginia. Oh, my God. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> sorry, Virginia is, means nothing. Which I wonder if that's true. Probably not, Well, I guess in Virginia. You remember, Virginia was defined well, yeah. loosely as from Florida north to whatever, you know, Maryland or so. So Wherever she was. The hell. Yeah. Another woman, Marjorie Harvey... She also gave birth to a child just a few days later. We know nothing about her, nothing about her child, because it sucks to be second. Yeah. Oh, my God. No one's ever heard Um, of her. Second is first loser. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) But, again, the situation was quite tenuous. The colonists started to rebuild the fort, and they started to rehab some of the homes, and they did their best to gather more food to augment the provisions they had brought with them. But they knew they're going to need help, and very soon to survive. Because I mean, it's almost like living on the moon. There's no question of self-sufficiency. If you don't have help from some lunar base or whatever, you're going to die. So I think it's a little different. Yeah, it's a little bit different, but it is a little less them, hostile. But I know what you mean. <laughs> but <laughs> England is not like another planet. They... No, it's not. But there's an atmosphere. They're in some trouble. All they have is a little. <laughs> yeah. Again, they're only left with a, with a, a pinnace, a small boat, which it was not perfect for sailing back. It could. Don't get me wrong. It was seaworthy. Yeah. But they. Take a shot every time he says pinnace, first of all. <laughs> blasted by the. You're trying to say that word at every I swear fucking I'm not. opportunity. There it was, sure seems all like of these it. fleets had pinnaces with. I've them. never Super heard that word before in pinnace. my life, and you said that word more than I've ever heard it before. Uh, whatevs, brah. I'm not sure why they didn't just go to Chesapeake, but they decided, you know what? We're going to relocate 50 miles further inland up the Albemarle Sound. Again, the Albemarle Sound is a pretty decent body of water. You have several small uh, rivers flowing into it, and it goes way westward into the mainland of North Carolina. And so they thought, let's go up there real far, 50 miles, get away from these tribes that hate us, find some people who don't, don't know us, and then we'll settle there. That was the idea. I'm not sure why. I, hmm. they, they didn't have the ships now to go up to Chesapeake, so, which it wasn't good planning. So they now we're going to move Roanoke, 50 miles inland, summer up the sound. Okay? That was the, the idea now. Oh, okay. But they would need help and more supplies to do that. Again, they didn't have enough food to feed themselves for very long. They're now going into uncharted territory. Not great. So they said, look, here's what we're going to have to do. We need help. We need to resupply first before we can move Roanoke Colony to somewhere else. Let's have Governor White, you're the guy for the most standing here. You need to go back to England with their last big ship and beg for Raleigh to resupply, to send back help. Okay. So White said, Okay, I'll do it. And he left behind his daughter, mm-hmm. his granddaughter, his baby granddaughter. Jeez. And for England on August 27th, 1587, he left behind about 115 colonists. And they figured, you know what? It's going to take a few months. He's, he's got a couple months to get back there, a couple months to scrounge up supplies and get in the ship, and then another couple months, you know, six, seven, eight months, not too long. We just have to hold out for about that long, and we'll be fine. Certainly less than a year. I mean, seven, eight, nine months tops, right? Mm. Hopefully. That was the idea. Things were, were tense, but they didn't feel like they were going to be attacked, again, because of their, they had a palisade, they had superior weapons. They didn't feel like that, that, that was imminent even though they were outnumbered by natives tremendously. They were, again, also on good terms with the Croatoans. Again, once more, the, the colony felt, we got this. We can hang out for a few months. So, mm-hmm. But as we know now in history, you probably know that White's timing could not have been worse. What happened when he got back to England on November 5th, 1587? 1587, the Black Plague. No. (laughs) I know, I'm kidding. (laughs) The problem was things were just as tense in England as they were in Roanoke, but uh, times a billion. Because Spain, the Western world's closest thing to a superpower, had had enough of all that English privateering, and they were right now building an armada to go 
attack English shipping at least, possibly even invading England. Queen Elizabeth I then said, no one's going anywhere. No ship is leaving any port for anywhere because you got to stay here and protect the homeland. Oh. And this, that decision was made even before John White returned in November. So as soon as he got back, he was told, you're not leaving. Yeah. No ship's leaving. So Oops. It it's was, like COVID. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yep. Damn. So he had, he, there's nothing he could do to rescue his colony. So he impatiently buys his time until finally in March of 1588, Richard Grenville, who remember was the first leader, he was the fleet commander of Lane's fleet back in, the, in, in Roanoke 1 in 1585, Richard Grenville is given a permission to travel to Roanoke and bring back some supplies, but really it was more of a to raid and, and attack Spanish shipping on the way over. So the idea was he's gonna go to the Caribbean, attack Spanish shipping, and then John White sort of begged, hey, can I come? And while you're there, can I take a ship or two and just run up to Roanoke and help my peeps? <laughs> and Grenville said, yep, sure. you can. He's like, I got a soft spot for Roanoke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he go does. on. So, so he would be on, he'd be on one of the resupply ships. And that was the idea. So they go down to the Caribbean and, they, and they'd kind of, you know, veer north. Unfortunately, the winds were really bad to sail at all from England, oh. right? So... During this time, they're sort of waiting for the wind, the weather to be right, to sail toward the Caribbean. During this time, Queen Elizabeth says, you know what? I've rethought that. You're not going anywhere. Oopsie. She forbade Richard Grenville to take that fleet and raid Spanish shipping in the Caribbean. Again, John White was stuck in England. He was crestfallen. Bitch. He was devastated. Yeah. I mean, he, does she not know that there she is... She knows, but... They're talking about protecting England. They yeah. didn't give a shit about 115 people in yeah. North Carolina. So it, it, White knew at any time they could be, uh, who knows, attacked by natives. They might starve to death. They might yeah. even mm-hmm. be, have been driven away. Then he finally caught a break. Two of the boats that were going to sail with Grenville to the Caribbean were deemed as unworthy of having anything to do with a sea battle with oh. Spain. They thought, you know, these are such shitty ships. You, John White, you know what? Go ahead. Take huh. them, load them up with whatever supplies you can get, go to Roanoke, knock yourself out. Geez. Let's hope you make it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like when your parents, we have like a, a, a 1990 like <laughs> Dodge Intrepid in the, in the garage. You want that one? <laughs> oh, better than AMC Pacer. They were, the ships were the Brave and the Row. So White received permission to take them, go to Roanoke, rescue the colonists. They set sail on April 22nd, 1588. He knew it would take two plus months to get there. So the colony, at that time, by that time, the colony would have been on its own for about 10 months. He hoped for the best. He was optimistic. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, a little, as little more than a passenger on this ship, he had absolutely no control of what the captains of the Brave and the Row did. Again, he wasn't, he wasn't the governor of anything on those ships. So the captain said, you know what? Uh-uh. We've got guns. We're ships. Maybe the queen doesn't think we're cool, but if we see a Spanish ship, we're going to attack it. Oh, my God. And that's what they did. Uh-oh. So they started, rather than going to Roanoke, they started just meandering southward and started attacking Spanish ships and getting booty, and they actually did and were successful. The Brave and the Row, though, were in turn attacked by French pirates off the coast no of Morocco. Wow. And they lost 25 men and all of the supplies meant for the Roanoke colonists. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> they they're, So, again, the ships had no they choice do. but to flee back to England for safety, and they never made it to Roanoke. These, nobody can just do anything. <laughs> nobody in this story is good at anything. Uh, the English famously destroyed the attacking Spanish Armada with the help of a massive storm in August of 1588. Yeah, the flotilla. Yep. We all know that from our, our Western European history. No. I only know that because of, like, you. you I'm sure you guys didn't learn about Spanish Armada and then in Girl, or, or we went to public school in the U.S. I'm, I think I remember that from school, don't you? Kevin? I know that yeah. it was, had boats, and they were from Spain, and yes. that's the extent of my knowledge. Well, yeah. that's, you know, that's good enough, though. And the English beat them and saved England. Okay. Yeah. Sadly, though, that did not save the Ro- save Roanoke because Elizabeth said a couple of things. One, look, Spain is still a formidable foe. They can rebuild ships. Those aren't the only ships they have. Two, you know what? 
I'm thinking about doing our own armada and going and attacking Spain. So again, no one's leaving anywhere. All ships stay in harbor. You're sticking close to home. Damn. So White, for now, was again grounded. All right, so that is the end of part one of the mysterious Roanoke colony. We have left Governor John White, devastated by his inability to re return to Roanoke and save his colony. When we come back, we'll see how that comes out. <laughs> and then some. All right? Okie dokes. Okay. Until then. Do what you usually do. Right on. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya. Bye.